ラリーラララララララリーリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリリ Of Ted and Jeff to discover. That's us. Ted McAnulty, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing okay. I got vaccinated this week at 3 45 in the morning, as people do.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went down a YouTube hole and I've come up with a whole new opinion that I will not be dissuaded out of about killer whales. Oh, well, they're dicks. They are dicks. But here's the deal is there is a pecking order of dictum, okay? Because, yes. Are orcas are dicks to seals, but seals are dicks to penguins. Like,、yeah. where does it stop? Well, for me, it's like killer whales are the apex dicks, right? Oh,、like、really? They, What about humans, man? They kill. <laughs> we, put them,、uh, okay. we put them in tanks、right. in they, San Diego. Like, we definitely are the bigger dicks here. Did right, you even watch Free Willy? Did you watch Free Willy? That's why I did, because apparently. Our Senate Majority Leader cries watching Free Willy. Who doesn't? And then somehow, I guess I'm the apex dick now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I think we've all well, learned saying... something today. Orcas aren't the problem. <laughs> well, Ted McAnulty saying... is the problem. Killer whales kill humpback whale babies just to eat the tongue. You are, you are talking、tongue. about killer whales killing babies while you're wearing a shirt that has a literal trident on it. Like you're about to go out and hunt a, an orca. The, they are menaces. They also apparently don't eat, they're also snobs. Like they don't well, eat well, humans, not because、again? they like us. We're back on orcas. They don't eat, we're back. I will never leave orcas、oh, Jesus. alone. Not until they answer for the killing of humpback whale babies、mm-hmm. for their time. Sounds like orcas, orcas sound like, humans, just, orcas sound like the Anna Kendrick of the sea. You know, out there committing crimes willy nilly with no,、uh, no justice. Yeah. Anna Kendrick, we're still waiting for you to come on and defend yourself. She won't. You know, you can cry during、yeah. Free Willy, but you, could, you just feel ashamed of yourself watching Blackfish. Yeah, no, you, you definitely do. So orcas kill babies to eat their tongues. Yeah, and apparently they don't eat humans. I love the looks of <laughs> disappointment and anger from the other people on this Zoom. I can't talk until you introduce me, right? Yeah, shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just be over here with all my orca facts. Unless you have a nuanced opinion about <laughs> they, uh, they eat great, shark, great white sharks. They、uh, eat、I、their livers. Ted, do you, do, you hear, do you hear something? Do you hear something? I, These facts are just coming in from the ghost. Some... <laughs> <laughs> Ghost facts. Ghost facts. Well, it sounds like we should, we should bring in our guest early today. No. Okay. No. <laughs> it remains the, the fact ghost. Fact ghost will be here for the top of the show, and then our guest will come in, and the guest will sound remarkably similar to fact ghost, but different. But I mean, how's your week going?、Um, shave my beard. What? Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Stranger. Yeah,、nope. no, you know, shaving your beard when you have a long beard, it's always, it's almost like, it's always kind of like a little scratch off lottery ticket where you find out if you're fat or not. 
Because if you shave off your beard, there's a chance you shave off your beard and you're like, wow, I look pretty good. But more often than not, you go, oh no, I let myself go. Because you can't see the bottom of your chin when you got a beard. That ghost gets it. He's yeah. nodding. Do you feel as though you were also like an exfoliating brush for your loved ones? Uh, yeah, with your beard? I mean, definitely my girlfriend uh, breaks out in hives if we rub our faces together too much. Well, uh, for today's show, we're going to have to listen to what the theme is, which means you know what that means, Ted, don't you? I do. We're going to have to let out Greg out of his uh, room of pain. It's the chamber of pain. It is the chamber of pain. Do you, do you want to let him out of the chamber of pain? You said I couldn't be trusted with the keys to the chamber of pain. Yeah, well, I'm giving you a second chance. Take the second chance, buddy. Greg? Yes? Are you ready to be let out of your chamber of pain? No, it's warm in here. It's warm outside as well. And we have cookies. Ooh, cookies. <laughs> yeah. Are they Girl every cookies time. or just regular cookies? Oatmeal raisin. Oh, get back in the oh, chamber. It's my favorite. Go back in the chamber. <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm coming. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going in the chamber so of pain. You guys have fun. <laughs> Gregory, welcome. Oh. We're glad to see that you are... Not totally emaciated and dead. Welcome back to the land of the living. Would you mind telling us what today's theme is? Today's theme is the dog ate my homework. The dog ate my homework. Not the orca, the dog. Huh. <laughs> no, no, the it orca ate a lot the cooler if it was an orca. Right. <laughs> ate it right off. Nothing else, though. <laughs> but, no, you know, when I think of the dog ate my homework, I I think I've discussed on the podcast before how sort of lackadaisical I was doing homework as a child. And I but I do have a keen memory of in third grade, my cat threw up on my homework. Like threw up on it. And but I was like worried about not lie. getting Why? Because cats lie. fucking throw up all over the fucking No, place. I said lie right oh, now. Oh lie. I'm just lie. following Jeffrey's right. story a lie. The theme of the show. Anyway. Um <laughs> But yeah, the cat threw up on the homework. I was very upset because I wanted to get the homework in and I let it dry and I handed the paper in. I was in third grade. And the teacher was like, hey, uh, what happened here? Did your parents spill coffee on your homework? And I'm like, no, my cat vomited on it. And the look on her face, I don't remember her name. I don't remember a lot of things, but the look on her face when she realized that she was holding just a dried <laughs> piece of paper with vomit on it, it was... You should have told her that you were, like, doing a craft and you were trying to, like, make it look like one of those aged documents that people do where they stain it with tea and put yeah, it in the Yeah, third graders are all about making those aged document homeworks. They they are. I definitely did they that are, in yeah. third grade. Yeah? Yeah. Unfortunately, like, nobody I knew had a dog growing up. Like, we had no... We, had, we didn't have these excuses, um, for like it was one of those things where if you tried to like say like oh my pet did something your teacher would be like bullshit mm -hmm. you and i both know you don't own a dog in new york city that's what you need the blockchain for if you have your homework yeah. on the blockchain you can always know where it was and then you'd be able to see that the code for the dog's stomach would be there 
I don't understand blockchain. <laughs> I don't understand, I don't understand blockchain <laughs> either. I've watched six videos about I'm it. Like really, I'm trying to understand blockchain, and I get more confused every fucking time. <laughs> so there's blocks, and there's chains in the sky. There are blockchains in the sky. Fair use. Fair use. Okay. So. <laughs> Basically, we have no fucking clue what's going to go on other than the show's topic is the dog ate my homework. Did you ever have any other excuses for not doing homework, though? Yeah, but they were all bullshit. I mean, come on. It was usually just I didn't fucking do it. You know? <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> like, why didn't you do your homework? Because it's boring. Because it's boring and I could be playing with rocks outside. That's why I didn't do my homework. We'll move on to the guests telling their story right after this word from our sponsors. Forgotten Hobbies. Remember them? Who was there for you when your government wasn't? Forgotten Hobbies were, and you know it. With the world reopening, Forgotten Hobbies wants to remind you not to let your Amazon purchases for crochet kits go to waste. What about that incomplete 1,000-piece puzzle that you are going to finish epoxy and frame, as well as all the other puzzles that you have stowed in your closet? On the back burner, huh? That's what we thought. While you are looking for those puzzles, maybe you could use the stagnant balls of yarn in your closet. They aren't going to knit themselves into a hideous shadow of a hat that looks nothing like the pattern you found on Pinterest. Forgotten hobbies are struggling for relevancy this time of year and want you to know that they didn't give you up for Lent. Knit your wool socks for summer today or fuck straight off. Who do you think you are? Forgotten hobbies. There for you yesterday and whenever you get around to it. <laughs> I got so angry at the end. <laughs> or fuck straight off. <laughs> Honestly, more commercials should be that aggro. I would buy some shit if it was like that angry at me. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'll buy that. Sure. <laughs> well, to introduce our guest for this week, we go right back to our producer, Gregory Ryan Jr. Gregory, who's our guest today? Uh, this week we have Josh Hackett. Uh, Josh is a props master in the theatrical world. Uh, he's been uh, off-Broadway, on-Broadway, in the academic setting. I met him back in college. We were roommates in New York, and we still talk to this day, though I don't know why. Is props master a Dungeons & Dragons title? Why don't, we, uh, why don't we let Josh come in and uh, he can tell you all about it. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on first. Before we let Josh in, we do have to do the ceremony dispelling fact ghost. Uh, here we have some sound effects like, ooh, and then like, facts, facts, facts. Oh, no. Josh Hackett, how you doing today? I'm doing great. I, I also got uh, my first vaccine shot this week. Boom, right in the arm. What, what'd you get? Pfizer. We're a Pfizer family. Johnson Johnson all the way, one and done. I'm a Moderna man myself. And Greg, what, what vaccine do you have? I'm too healthy for a vaccine. <laughs> whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. For now. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> well, Josh, actually, I know Josh from many, many years ago. We worked at an unnamed uh, theater festival. Uh, I believe you were, I mean, were you an intern or were you, what was, what was your function there at unnamed theater festival? I was uh, intern and staff. Jump. So I say, what's like really the difference between? What's the difference? No, between like intern and like just starting off in theater. I mean, well, let's just like yeah, we can just we can just get into it. 
Oh, oh, oh! I should go. I should go back. I guess we're not we're not calling it prop master anymore. It's prop manager. It's the yeah. New... That makes sense. Yeah, I, I like literally just f- found out about this like two days ago, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Like, did you change your LinkedIn? I don't usually call myself a prop master, or you know, like my my title is supervisor, so uh, you know, usually that's what I say, or a prop person. You know, the the prop world is very diverse and. There are a lot of titles, and a lot of them don't mean anything. And then you go and you work in film, and then there's like a bunch of titles, and they all mean something ultra, ultra specific. So, you know, so uh, you know, when people ask, I'm just like, I just work in props. So for those who, for those who've never worked in uh, theater or TV or film, would you describe what a prop is? Uh, the the best way I've heard it explained is when you move out of your house. Everything you put in the moving truck is a prop, and everything you leave behind is scenery. So, like my 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 old friends are scenery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the people you left what? behind in high school—they're <laughs> scenery all the way. <laughs> but then, like, way to find out, way for them to find out twenty years later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, gang. You're just fucking scenery in my book. <laughs> that moment in high school, like at the end, where people are like, "Oh, like we'll keep in touch, right?" And you're just like thinking to yourself, "Like I'm never gonna fucking see you again." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, like, yeah, I, yes. yeah, yeah, dude, totally. We're lifelong friends yeah. right here, and you're we just all, like, "What is your?" We last hung out name? all the time. Yeah. yeah, that's you ever you ever go back and like read all the nonsense that was written in yearbooks. Hags? And it's like, yeah, all of that stuff. That's so stupid. Yeah. You know, you know what what really sticks with me is, girls would write their phone number in my yearbooks, but I didn't pick up. I did. I was so fucking dumb. I did not pick up. But they were like, "Hey, let's hang out." I was like, <laughs> "I don't know what." This I, I is their know. last shot. People were putting their I phone was, number in your shot, yearbook. I they was, shot their last. <laughs> Damn! I, I was so yeah. self-loathing. I was so self-loathing. I had, I just, I was like, like, oh, they're probably taking pity on me. Not great. Thank God, I'm all better now. <laughs> I just, again, if we were in, if we were in high school together, I would have, I would have kept in touch. <laughs> Don't buy that at all. <laughs> I would have, I would have put my phone number in your yearbook. Yeah, well, I did go. put my phone number in his yearbook and he didn't call me. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. I roll with a certain crowd. You roll with a different crowd. You know what, Joshua? I would put you on the moving truck. You're a prop. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're an object to me. <laughs> to be yeah, used later and yeah. then put back into the chamber of pain. So, uh,. Furniture supervisor, what is your story about the dog ate my homework? Before we get into the story, I would like wild accusations about if it's true or not. Oh, fair enough. I know it's going to be a true story. I know it's going to be true. Fact Ghost told me it was going to be true before he left this spiritual plane. So, true. Have you been conducting seances, like, yes, without me again? You ruin every seance. You come in I... with your boombox and your Doritos crinkling the bag. No, I cannot do another seance with you. I am sorry. 
just because I come in with burned sage, like trying to do a seance. It's, the, it's not the sage. It's the limp biscuit blasting. It just ruins the whole vibe. I don't think there's ever been a worse thing said about a person than you listen to Limp Biscuit. still. It's not just that you listen to Limp Biscuit. It's that you have a boombox you carry around your shoulders, blasting it so everybody else has to hear Limp Biscuit. Like a chump. Sorry. They get to know, they get to hear the gospel of Fred Durst. They have to hear it. Yeah, well, it scares the ghosts away. But I think that this story is false because it's bullshit because nobody's dog has ever eaten somebody's homework. And I'm I'm team teacher on this one. Team teacher. Easy for you to say this week. It's not like a literal dog eating a homework story. It's just like a title, like a like a metaphor, if you will. It's more like in this case the homework is a humpback humpback whale baby and the dog is an orca. Yeah. So let's get to the tongue of this story. <laughs> Joshua, take it away. This story uh, takes place at that summer stock that uh, you and I met each other at so many unnamed moons ago. theater festival. Unnamed. Everything is going to be unnamed. So this is a number of years ago uh, when I was in charge of the prop department there to say it was a bad summer would be an understatement <laughs> damn summer stocks are kind of a, a, a revolving door of staff because you no have joke. all these college kids who are basically unpaid or underpaid and they're you know they're constantly a graduating lot of them, a lot of them pay to be there yes i, I did that yeah I did that. Like five hundred dollars. It's, it's, it's even it's even worse than an unpaid internship. It is a you pay <laughs> to do work for people, on yeah. the hope that you'll like, maybe make a connection and one day get paid poorly to do that. Absolutely true. Crazy now, looking back on it, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's not cool. Well, it definitely makes you. <laughs> that's un- how you get. That's how you make it in. Is you pay money. Yeah. To, that's well, how you get paid. And it, it, it's it is what's you know it is one of the things that's not. I don't know if we should go into this here, but it's one of the things that's not good about the American theater is the fact that in order to get ahead, you kind of, you know, historically come from money. Right. Exactly. Which is which is really keeps a lot of people out of it, which is not good. We love you, American theater. But, you know, we're working on it. Do better. Do better. Well, yeah, we all should. So the the staff turnover rate, you know, most people are there for two or three years tops. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of institutional knowledge. Yeah, there's just a ton of history in this organization everybody <laughs> just going back years uh the the uh you know the the real mm, is uh that the senior staff the people who run the whole thing turn over as often as students and the young people <laughs> so yeah. uh like just, consistency is their yeah, middle consistency name they're is just key so I think in the five years that I worked there, I worked for four production managers and eight TDs. I will I will say I, something I found interesting about the that theater festival, which I love and I would you know gladly go back because it's a cool place, and is that there was like <clears throat> as an actor, there was this little window where they could get you to work for free. And then, like, as soon as you would stop working for free, they'd be like, we're done with you until you're famous. Come back when you have a TV show. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> until then, 
churn through that out. free labor, just like meat through a grinder. Just like, oh, you'll work for free? Wonderful. Oh, you you actually need to pay your rent? Well, uh, you're dead to us. Until then, you go to Times Square and you pass out comedy like tickets. Why do you have to bring that up, man? Shit, I did that for a year. Not comedy <laughs> tickets. I handed, out, I handed out flyers in Times Square for a year when I got out of grad school. Unnamed grad school. Go on. <laughs> I was working on a show. Uh, like, uh, Of course, you work on many shows during a summer. That is how it works. One into the next. Uh, was it a play or a musical? This was a play. And uh, it's a play that takes place during Christmas. But I won't say the name great, of the play. Great choice for a summer theater festival. Great choice for a summer theater <laughs> you know, festival. I know it's July. You know, but... Somebody also probably thought that that was like a great idea. <laughs> Christmas like, in yeah. July is my favorite holiday. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Christmas Carol all year long. It just, it's a crowd pleaser. It'll, you know what? And after that, Nutcracker. Ebenezer Scrooge, you'll be visited by four ghosts. The first ghost is Fact Ghost. Take it away, Fact Ghost. Orcas are dicks. <laughs> like, let me tell you what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the hell is the story about? It's about a show, and the show takes place during Christmas. But it's not a ghost story kind of Christmas story. It's like a, a domestic drama, if you will. And so we're we're working on this show. The summer has not been going great. Uh, there's a lot of new people. Are you telling me that productions need more than three weeks to get their shit together? Three weeks? I wish. I wish I had that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> I, think we were about, like, I think about how little rehearsal those shows had, and I'm like, how did they, how did they even go up? I can hey, guys, we have a three-hour we... play. Uh, we're going to do roughly 40 hours of rehearsal, <laughs> and then we're inviting reviewers in. Go on. <laughs> We're working on this show. Everyone's losing their minds. So they, we start this whole design conversation, and the designer tells me that the mission statement for this show is hyper-realism. It's got to be film-quality realism. <laughs> and let me tell you... <laughs> what? <laughs> Give it to me in three <laughs> weeks, all Give right? Give it to me in two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know, like we're not filming this, right? And he's like, no, it needs to be real oh, okay okay when this character shoots the other character i want that other I, actor I, to I, die I need that gun to have no bullets in it no yeah, it's like that kind of stuff you're just like i need the real fear here yeah when you when you work in props <laughs> and somebody's like it needs to be hyper realistic that's when you know you're just like oh this isn't gonna go well also, also hyper realistic usually looks like kind of like shit. It does. It it's looks like, like shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You gotta like everything's beaten to hell in real life. Yeah, shit, man. So, uh, if like like if if there was a play that was the set looked like my apartment, you'd be like, that looks like shit. That looks like shit. You clearly had no. Budget. Nobody would live here. <laughs> nobody would live here. This isn't. Did nobody sweep the set? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Why are there cats just wandering around the stage? <laughs> like, there are no cats in apartments. <laughs> so this this show has uh, three three pine trees, three Christmas trees in it. Um, so there's one at the top, which is not in the script, but they want to show the family bringing the tree in. Like, oh, it's Christmas. So the tree comes in in a net, and they carry it off stage. That's tree one. 
And then there's the second tree that's set up, and it just hangs out, and it's lightly decorated in a scene. And then there's the third tree, because we do a swap. That explodes that, every show. Yeah. That, <laughs> or no, or it's a rocket that just shoots off. That, <laughs> that comes to life and dances a musical number at the end of the play. <laughs> it's actually a rocket owned by SpaceX. And then, and then we, got the, the, we got the third tree. It's fully decorated. It is eventually knocked over during one of the scenes. Great. Are we so talking real trees in yeah. hyper-realism? Or was it plastic trees? The, I, I get a bunch of fake trees. Christmas trees. Because one, you can get a fake Christmas tree take it out, cheap. Get, get it, take it out of context. I just like that sentence. I get a bunch of fake trees. I am into <laughs> fake trees. <laughs> it's my thing. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you've ever tried to keep a plant alive in your house. But like put it keep, I've never succeeded keeping at keeping a keeping anything yeah. alive on stage is impossible. Because eighty percent of the day it's totally dark because people don't leave mm -hmm. the lights on in theaters and then for the like couple hours that people are doing stuff on stage it is a thousand degrees under bright lights and then it's pitch yeah. black the rest of the time so like putting real plants on stage it they die and also there's this thing called fire safety which everybody never needs heard no nope, nothing yeah too yeah <laughs> so no. So, yeah, <laughs> See, but we're going for hyper-realism, hyper. so we want that risk of fire. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I we also feel the want flame. the That's old what they school fire department that comes by and it's like, nope, not cleaning this up. If you want to flame-proof a tree, you have to spray it with salt, which is also not good for the tree. <laughs> and so they're like... Really? <laughs> yeah, really? Shocking. No. In what world is that I, not good I, for the tree? tree you're giving it a facial, a salt yeah. scrub. Yeah. So, it's a Dead Sea Scroll, like a Dead Sea Scroll, okay? It's a Dead Sea Scroll face mask. It exfoliates the sap. So they're like, yeah, can we like get a real tree? And I was like, no, because one, fire inspection. Number one, we'll never pass it. Two, it'll die. And three, you're going to be cleaning up pine needles and shit, and you want three trees that look the same because they're all the same tree. We're just going to get three fake trees. And people... Yeah, it's impossible to get three trees yeah. that look identical yeah. from people nature. Lo they lost their shit. They were like, we can't... like, And they're like, what? So like, they're just going to bring... They're going to carry in a tree, and it's going to be a fake tree, and we're going to see the like fake base? I was like, no, we're going to go get a log, and we're going to stick the log on there so it looks like it has a tree base. Like, I'm not... A, this is what we do. We make we make fake things look real. It, it, it's almost it's almost as though no, that's no. what you do yeah. for a living is make and, fake things no, look and this real. Is what doesn't they told check me. out. They were like, doesn't check out whatsoever. We can't do that because if we bring in a fake tree during the first scene, the audience will know we're lying to them. It's a fucking theater. <laughs> it's a yeah. play. I thought, it's not no, no, a no. documentary. There is really Christmas in July. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was like, so, the audience is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just lost six months. What just happened? I, was, I, thought, I thought you sold tickets and brought these people in here for the explicit premise of lying to them. I thought that's what we were all doing. <laughs> Little did you know. Yeah. Little did you know. If if you have a fake tree, people will know that this is a play, which is not what we want. We want them to think they walked into a dark room and they happen to somehow be in someone's house with a wall removed, and they're living as though it's Christmas. Over and over and over again. Yeah. 
with sound in coming from They're going to leave that theater and be disappointed that there's no snow on the ground. They're going to be like, I thought it was winter. I was transported. Yeah. Well, you, you were lying to them. I, I lied what's going on. Go on. We have this meeting, and I'm meeting with the designer and a, a couple other people on the design team. And they are, like, busting my balls. They're like, look, they're, like, not happy with the job that you've been doing. They hate everything that you've given them. Like, do them this one favor. Just get a real fucking trick. These are really useful and productive Just do them notes. this one favor this one other time after all the other times we told you to do this one thing. And so I get on the horn and I call a Christmas tree farm. I call a Christmas tree farm in the middle of July. <laughs> and I was like, hey, if I wanted to buy three Christmas trees, is that a thing I could do? And the guy was like, kind of early, but yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, he's like, when do you want them? I was like, I'll be by tomorrow morning. And he's like, great, I'll, I'll drive over to the farm. Because he doesn't live there. You need to set up an appointment when it's not Christmas. And I go to my boss, who's a jackass. Uh, and we have had many fights at this point. Because uh, he doesn't like me and I don't like him. And I'm like, hey, here's the deal. Uh, I've been told I'm not a team player because I won't give people a real treat, even though it's a terrible idea. You have until, and it's like 7 o'clock at night. I was like, you have until 9 a.m. tomorrow morning to tell me if this tree will ever pass fire inspection because I'm about to pick up a bunch of trees. So 9.01, <laughs> my coworkers are backing the truck out of the fucking driveway. The production <laughs> manager comes out, and he's like, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, yo, like, hold up. They stopped the truck. I was like, what? He's like, well, I talked to my guy, my guy that does Broadway and everything. I was like, okay, cool. What did your guy say? He said, it'll never pass fire inspection because pine. <laughs> I know, right? Shock. I was like, well, what about like, can we treat it? And he's like, no, here's the thing. So pine trees are, uh, the sap is flammable. It's flammable. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, the, they burn internally. There is no way to get a pine tree to pass fire inspection because the inside of it burns. So you can coat it with as much salt and bullshit as you want. It will You can will get burn. you can exfoliate it, it to And I was like, cool. I was like, so are you gonna be the one to go let the designer and the director who hate my guts, are you gonna go let them know that uh, this is the final decision? No. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> he was like, no. That's <laughs> That's not it, job. not it, not it. Yeah, not he's it. like, yep, not it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I might be your boss, but yeah, there you go. Into the yeah, lion's I was like, uh, okay. Go get him, slugger. And he slaps you on the yeah. butt. That's how you know somebody is a leader. Is when they're like, is when they're like hey. No takesies, no takesies. So you know, no I takesies, support no you. <laughs> I support you, but also you. He's do. like, yo, just, just so like we're all clear. Uh, you you have to do it because you're not only the youngest fucking person here and nobody nobody respects you, but like I don't He's want like, them to just be mad to, at me. Just to They're be clear, mad at you. Who the fuck cares? Just to be clear, fuck you and your whole family, and I hope that you die. Yeah. Go talk to them. And also, just to be clear, you are paying us for this maltreatment yeah, yeah, yeah. of yourself. So I tell them that the trees have got to be faked, and they I'm like they start having a hissy fit and i'm like look you gotta take it up with production management because it will never pass fire inspection and i have now wasted so much time trying to sort this whole thing out 
And so we move. Time to get yeah. in. Spend and so smoking. we move on. And one of the premises of this uh, design concept is that they don't. They, this family doesn't have a lot of money. They've fallen on hard times. And so the wife, the mother. They don't have a lot of money, but they have money to spend on three <laughs> hyper-realistic yeah. Christmas trees. Man, they do not budget well at all. And so the, they want her to be decorating the tree with food, like dried orange slices or strings of cranberries. I was imagining a slice <laughs> of pizza. It's like some Martha <laughs> like Stewart Like a pizza, shit. a full turkey just sitting in the fucking tree. Yeah. And they want like... They're like, listen, we saw this on Pinterest. It, they, and they gave this me a Martha Stewart do. catalog. And they're like, like this. And they want like strings of like cranberries and popcorn. And they're going to like put all this shit on the tree. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, like I can buy fake orange slices and, uh, you know, we'll just like pick up some red beads and we'll get some packing <laughs> peanuts for the popcorn. Because, uh, you know, kind of like. I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but when you because because, because you looked at the the popcorn, you said this is how we yeah, get ants. No, like this you, is how we get like, ants. Like you should like when you can like not put, not bring not food. just have food lying around in a theater because you know you get mice and we bugs. have rats in every fucking theater, rats and mice and roaches and all. You don't need to don't don't fucking poke yeah. the bear on that. You just also, also mm. like we. But then again, hyper-realistic. Hyper-realistic. We found, there's, there's a rat right where the Christmas we found, star is. Like, little, <laughs> we want to decorate the tree with live we rats. Found little <laughs> Can you styrofoam, make this happen? We found little styrofoam cranberries, and we made a little jig, and we're punching holes in them, and we're stringing them, and they look great. And the designer comes in, and he's like, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's a cranberry string. And he's like, these aren't real cranberries. Get real cranberries. Can anybody can anybody <laughs> like, clock want... the difference between a fake cranberry and a real cranberry from thirty feet away? Can anybody? I do can that? tell you that they can't. Um, <laughs> and you know, of course, it's got to be real popcorn. So we're like stringing this popcorn. It's falling. It's it's getting everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that is where we come to the best part of this story, which is hopefully the end. Act three of this story. <laughs> this show also has two children. And a dog. Yep. And it, you know what they and, say. Uh, if, always, always perform with children and animals. That's just, yeah. it's a very common expression. <laughs> it's a rule. It, it yeah. is a very well-known theater trope. Saying. It's like, yeah. if you, if you, it's saying, yeah, like, if you have children and a dog, just don't do that show. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is why, that is why people hate doing Annie. Because it's got children and dogs. <laughs> I believe There's the expression like, yeah, no is thanks. never work with children or animals. We're in a production meeting because I spend my life in these meetings being talked down to and yelled at. And look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I was doing a great job. A lot of this criticism was well deserved. We're sitting in this meeting and uh, they're talking about how they're gonna bring the dog in. And I was like, excuse me. And they're like, yes. I was like, okay, so like we have a bunch of food on the stage that you know like the actors are eating and there's a bunch of food decorating this this tree and they're like the fake tree i was like yes the, the fake tree and they're and i was like they're like what and i was like well are we worried about the dog at all <laughs> and the fucking rage that came at me they were like first of all this is a professionally trained actor dog 
(laughs) (laughs) This dog is a graduate of the Yale School of Drama. Do you hear me? This dog. This is no community theater dog. This is the Meryl Streep of dogs. They they told me basically stay in your own fucking lane. Uh, This dog. (laughs) This dog is professionally trained, and. It makes more money than you. Don't worry about the dog. Do your own job. And just, like, fucking butt out. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect such a visceral reaction from a question of, do dogs eat things? Uh, <laughs> cool, that's neat. What are you eating? That's a stupid Spit question. What are yeah, you why eating? would you be such a fucking <laughs> jackass to ask that question? Anyway. Do you know who you're fucking dealing with? This <laughs> isn't any dog. This is Jungo, okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he only responds to French commands. Here. Here's some rules. No eye contact. You must address him as Mr. Jungo. And you must rub his belly. This dog's contract, I have no doubts, were longer than mine. Like, my contract was like, you do the props, sign here. And I was like, okay. This Just dog probably had like cranberries. a fucking rider of like milk <laughs> bones that he was getting in his fucking green room. <laughs> I'm working like 30 hours a day. I have not slept. I'm pretty sure like half of the scenic crew are they're fueled by solely cocaine. The dog's like, I said I wanted yams. Yeah. Not the blue dog buffalo. Is, the dog is like throwing a can of seltzer. He's like, I said LaCroix, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> not Schweppes. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I'm shit. Done. He's walking. Get yourself so, another dog. So a couple, a couple days go by. And uh, they bring the dog in for because uh, uh, the dog has to go to rehearsal sometimes, but not all the time. <laughs> dog only has to go to a couple rehearsals. Yeah, well, and uh, because well, they're, that, they're that much of a pro, they're like, they're, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the they, spark here. So, so uh, it's the middle of the day, and in comes in uh, the ASM. This girl, we've now Assistant, bonded Assistant over the manager. insanity of what is happening because, like, both of us are just like, I'm like. What are you doing here? You, don't you have rehearsal? And she's like, "They sent me straight over here because we have a we have a problem." I was like, oh. "Did you poison the dog?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, go on." And she's like, "It's about the dog." And I was like, "Listen <laughs> here, I was told that this was a professionally trained actor dog, so please go on and tell me what the <laughs> By fucking the way, issue I is with the dog." To be described that way, professionally <laughs> trained, <laughs> actor, trained dog. actor dog. I am a professional trained. <laughs> and so she. Begins to tell me when you train a professionally trained actor dog, when the acting dog is just merely an acting apprentice dog, mm-hmm. um, you you have to train it. And With you food. Know, this we do, <laughs> yeah, we do positive reinforcement mm-hmm. so the dog gets a treat every time it does something good. Except when the dog does something really good, like when the dog finds his light and nails his fucking scene, he gets a special treat. And this dog's special treat is popcorn. (gasps) (laughs) And this tree is covered in popcorn. (laughs) And so this dog comes in and it thinks it has shit a golden turd. It (laughs) takes one look at this fucking tree (laughs) and it fucking beelines. No amount of actor training prepared oh, this dog Jesus. for It's the greatest day ever. <laughs> no discipline. Yeah, like, I didn't even do anything this time. 
I'm amazing. Yeah, it's like, whoa, I did good. Uh, so it's just all into this tree. And they, uh, of course, they're like, you got to do something <laughs> to fucking fix this problem. So you shot and the dog. I was like, uh, I can, you know, take the popcorn off or, you know, replace no, it with something. No. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I was like, can <laughs> that, you that, that train be... the dog? And they're like, no. <laughs> so so they tell me to go get this bitter apple spray, which is like basically a sour spray that you spray on things you don't want your dog to, you know, chew on or like oh, you know, lick peanut man. butter off that's, of. That's almost worse that this dog is seeing their favorite food of all time. And it's like, it is poisoned. It didn't work. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> I sprayed this tree. <laughs> This, this popcorn tree. sucks, so but it's this, still popcorn. It's this fake tree. It's covered in, like, like rotting food by the end. Like, the food is just falling apart because it's food, and it shouldn't be just up and being handled this much. And I'm just spraying this thing. It smells awful. And the dog doesn't care because the dog has fucking eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not drinking me. The I know. The dog doesn't give a shit. It's still eating. I'm like, don't let the dog eat the popcorn. I had to shellac it so it didn't fucking rot. And then oh like, the dog, dog is just like, it's like, dog, 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 dog. it's just all over it. Um, and that is the story about how the dog ate my homework. There's no happy ending or conclusion. That is it. <laughs> dog ate this what? tree every <laughs> night. <clears throat> that, well, that's an end. That's an end. So the story uh, is... That props, real food, dog ate the food. That's the story. Is it true or is it false? I can't believe well, you would just distill it down to that simple of a tale. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah this, really, this really could have yeah. been a one-minute story. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been an email. So... This could have been an email, Joshua. <laughs> Fatco says you're a dick. <laughs> you know what? It could have been a tweet. It could have been a tweet. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> all right so is this tr story true is are we doing ad number two yes i yes I, 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 let me run let me do the goddamn transition <laughs> is this story true or false we'll find out after this word from our sponsor this episode of go on is brought to you by unrealistic expectations are you tired of feeling satisfied with yourself and your situation do you yearn for a deep and consuming emotional abyss that robs you of all your joy? Then Unrealistic Expectations is for you. Unrealistic Expectations sets the bar high. Too high. Impossibly high. Ensuring that no matter how good you do, you aren't good enough. Stop the endless cycle of self-love and satisfaction and get Unrealistic Expectations today. Unrealistic Expectations. You're bad, and you should feel bad. Now I'm sad. <laughs> Welcome back to this episode of Fact Ghost featuring Fat Ghost Hunter. There you go. I think I hear him in here. <laughs> well, we've heard the story. Ted, do you have questions to poke holes in this story? I do. What was the breed of dog? We're talking about here. Oh. Are we talking? Are we talking oh. mutt? Are we talking poodle? Like okay, first like, of what all, are we talking? it's uh, not a mutt. It's a professionally trained <laughs> actor dog. You gotta like. I'm sorry. It's not. We're not. Is that a breed? I'll put some respect in my mouth. Actor dog? What? 
Is that a yeah, breed? Are you saying mutts can't be? It was some sort of like terrier, like a Jack Russell kind of thing. I have a question for you. What was your favorite place to eat at Ooh. that theater festival? Uh, look, we all wish we had time to go out and eat, but I can tell you that the majority of my meals came from the Cumberland Farms gas station. Oh, uh, yeah. There was... Was this like as you were traveling to and fro for, uh, to pick up real trees? Uh, all the, all the time I would swing in when I was running errands, I would send people out to like, go get me. I would like just pick up a bunch of sandwiches at once. I mean, there's nothing more depressing than eating you'd a $3. Out, you'd send out those apprentices who paid money to be there so they could run and get you sandwiches. First of all, <laughs> they were doing other things. They were also getting me cigarettes, but you know, there's nothing like eating. <laughs> <laughs> like, Papa needs a smoke. I am they, so yeah. sorry. Comment withdrawn. There's, there's nothing like eating a $3 gas station sandwich in between Camel Whites, Camel Blues, oh. and like... And a Red Bull? Yeah, yeah and just or so a like, yeah, this is my life. Like, I probably took five years off of my, my life in that one summer. Yeah, but they weren't the good years. It's true, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I have any more questions. I feel like I can make a determination on whether this story is true or false. Ted, do you feel like you know the answer, whether this is true or false? I feel as though I'm sticking to my guns again and just saying it's false because I don't think I, when I think about rash, people being rational, I immediately think about people in theater and that they make only the most rational decisions and that logic can reach them. And that they aren't demanding at all or have unrealistic expectations. That is that is my knowledge of American theater. I am feeling and personally so therefore, attacked I think... and mocked by this statement. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very hurt. And uh, I want you to know that there are three of us and there's one of you. So look out, <laughs> Navy boy. We're coming for you. So you think that the story is false? I think the story is false, yeah. I think that Josh was just being mean to his producers and his directors and was just trying to poke holes yeah. in their production and that if it wasn't for Josh, you know, styming up the show, it would yeah. have been flawless. He was actively trying to kill that dog. Yeah. I, uh, I personally am inclined to believe, based off of my experience uh, working at a named theater festival and the theater at large, that this all checks out to me. Yes, I believe the story is true. Let's go to the verdict. Joshua Hackett, is your story true or false? It's true. Fatco says, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty true. Facts. We're here, what is this, episode four, five? Episode five. We've yet to have anybody lie on this show. <laughs> Joshua Hackett, you have won a cardboard box full of feral cats and blue M&Ms. What are you going to do with it? I am uh, going to feed them to that dog. Wait, yeah, what are we talking about? The feral cats or the uh, I feel I feel like the orca has just possessed Joshua's soul and brought him to a fit of madness and violence. The, oh, orca, the orca wakes up every day and, and chooses violence. <laughs> Well, uh, there you go. Story's true. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I thought I had that one. Thought I had it. Special thanks to our creative team, Will Cotton, Josh Hackett, Atom Raw Plumber, Greg Ryan, and Fire Escape Creations. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a five-star glowing review. Or else. The Orcas. The or we have a team of trained Orcas waiting, <laughs> waiting for summer to arrive. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jeffrey <laughs> Allen Murphy. I'm Ted McAnulty. And this has been Go On. See you next time. We're going to keep in touch, right? <laughs> your scenery. Your scenery and you'll scenery. stay behind.